0: Hey, it's Gonzano I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more, and leave us some feedback. Away we go.
1: Initialize sequence.
0: Welcome to The Baldcast.
1: A production of John Konzano's Baldface Truth.
2: You've got the home of the truth. Back to the Baldface Truth with John Konzano on 750 The Game.
0: Oregon State coach Jonathan Smith joins us every Wednesday on the show. Current temperature in Fresno uh, about 109 degrees. They have a high of 111 today. It's not going to be as warm on Saturday. Coach, how are you preparing for the heat? How do you can you prepare for the heat?
1: Well, I think uh, the heat around here is helping us out, man. It's getting a little warmer. <laughs> um but we're definitely talking about hydration and, and preparing for that, and it, you know it's a factor. You don't want to overcoach it. I mean, let's face it; these, some of our roster they played in hot weather growing up, high school, this and that. But so trying to hydrate, appreciate, and then it's hot around here, and and letting it letting it go on Saturday night.
0: Give me an idea, because you know there's there's a fan reaction, overreaction that always happens in week one. As a coach. You obviously want to win, but how do you kind of redirect your guys pretty quickly and get them, like, you know, not ready to throw a parade? Hey, it was a win, it was nice, but now comes week two.
1: Yeah, I think you even talked about that before you played the first game. of uh, You know, obviously, each, each week, you're trying to win a game and really proud of the guys finding a way to do it, uh, pointing out multiple ways that we got to be able to improve, which we had plenty of examples of that. And and you know you don't make your season by winning your your first game. do a long season, long games. Um, and again, I go back to the maturity we've got. Uh, I feel like on this team currently, I think these guys will be locked in for the long haul.
0: Yeah, and I think you know you got you guys. You talk about as coach, you probably think about things you did wrong, but you did a lot right in this game. All the big plays. I think you know it was uh, as an as a team, you averaged about nineteen and a half yards per completion, which is phenomenal. You had a bunch of big plays. Uh, you had to feel good about that.
1: Yeah, because you do. You, you can be explosive offensively. You can make up for some errors. Now, we had plenty of them in the second half, but there's no question early on, hitting some big plays, getting up, keeping the crowd in it the way our defense was playing. There was a lot to like with that. Uh, but at, like you mentioned, as the coach's angle, you know, you get in the second half, and, and some of the things we've got to do better if we're going to try to have the season we want to have, we got to clean it up.
0: Jack Coletto just keeps making plays the Guy's a football player um you know how do you like as a coach you want to utilize him you want to get the most out of him but how do you uh, I guess keep him fresh and healthy amid the work that he's getting on both sides of the ball
1: yeah it, it's not easy to do because he's getting a bunch of work and it's not just the both sides oh indeed he's playing on every special team as well and he had a you know opening kickoff he has a tackle. Um, and so we've got our eyes on it. It's not just the body demands of getting reps on all three phases. It's the mental aspect, too, of knowing the playbook on both sides of the ball and special teams. It's impressive what he's been able to do. Uh, so we're trying to be cognizant of it. But at the same time, we want to keep him on the field because he's that effective.
0: Fresno State, uh, under Jeff Tedford, they're very good. They're great on offense. That's a tough place to play. Uh, you know, I've seen uh, Oregon State teams go in there and not fare well. Uh, what are you expecting Saturday in Fresno?
1: Yeah, I think the crowd's going to be electric. I think they're going to be excited for it. Close to a sellout they're talking about. Uh, expecting a really good team. Uh, you mentioned it offensively, ability to score. Quarterback's really good. They got some athletes on the outside. They got some elite coaching on the offensive side. Defensively, you look at them, a lot of the returning players got a couple transfers in, physical, challenge you. And so, yeah, it's going to be a tough test, which, you know, in some ways our guys are really excited about. They understand how difficult things can go, but that's the type of team you want to play and challenge yourself early in the season.
0: You, as an assistant at Boise State, you had a chance to go in there. and Did you play games there? Do you do you know that walk from the locker room down the hill, down into the stadium and the fans and all that stuff?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that as a player, as a graduate assistant, as assistant at Idaho, assistant at Boise. Uh, that's again. That's part of the atmosphere of that place. It's a long walk from the uh, locker room. The fans are going to let you know that, you know, they're there and they don't want you to be there and, and whatnot. And uh, that adds to the you know pageantry of college football. That's why it's a fun place to play.
0: You guys struggled to run the ball a little bit, and it, that jumped out at me. You threw it all over the place. You had success there. Was it something that Boise State was doing? Is was it missed assignments and execution by you guys? What did you see on film?
1: Yeah, especially in the first half. I give a lot of credit to Boise in regards to stopping the run game, and I think that's some of the reason we were able to throw it down the field with some you know, with some success is because they were, were planning to stop the run game. I thought we got a couple things going in the second half, but then it turned into self-inflicted with our penalty end. Um, and so, look, you anticipate week one you're going to have some issues to clean up, and one of those is our consistency in the run game
0: the running back by committee are you comfortable doing it that way this year or do you, would you prefer to see one guy kind of emerges your back
1: I'm, I'm comfortable early on in the season to do it by committee almost equal all you know we had three guys carrying it pretty much and equal across the board um as you get into the season yeah you'd like to have one guy kind of separate not that he'd get all the carries but you know have a you know a lead dog and then a number two and a number three and it, and you know it might play out that way. I'm not going to panic if it doesn't, because I do think we've got multiple guys that are pretty good with Fenwick, and Damian had some good carries for a true freshman first college game. Trey Lowe had some good carries, but you'd like to maybe have a, a go-to guy, number one, by by midseason.
0: Jonathan Smith, Oregon State coach, is with us going to Fresno State on Saturday. You guys were 6-0 and at home last year. You know what I'm going to say next. 1-6 away from Research Stadium. You guys have talked about this. How important is it for you for you to play well in this game and, and to feel like the program has taken a step forward in that way? Yeah,
1: we, we would definitely want to make some strides. You know, each year is new. Uh, it is just like our message even before this last game, yeah, we were great at home last year, but this is a brand new year, and so we got to go put it on tape and, and, and play well. We did that at home, found a way to continue the win streak at home, and so this is a new, new opportunity and a new season to go down and, and play on the road against a really good team and... Um, compete and, and learn from it, um, because I do think all this stuff continues to help us prepare for Pac-12 Plus. Did,
0: did it feel weird, to you, to have half the stadium last week, or at what point did you kind of forget about that and just focus on coaching?
1: Yeah, you know, early on I definitely recognized kind of from our sideline, looking over at that Stadium getting built on the other side, on the west side. Uh, but once you get into this game, it felt very, very similar. I, mean, I thought we got awesome energy from behind us, which is normal—you know, student section on into the place. I thought, you know, pretty much every seat is taken, and there was there was energy there. scoreboard, brand new re- replays, and and all that. So I thought it was great atmosphere. I think it was a, a home field advantage.
0: You know, it's interesting because everybody was asking you, and I think I was guilty of this too. Everybody's asking you, do you have a guy that can take the top off a defense? You guys did that against Boise State. How does that help you in week two? Because I'm thinking if Fresno State watches that tape, they're going to go, I mean, they're going to be talking to their safeties in the corners about, hey, we can't give up those big plays.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a you know it's a chess match in football in general. Like you know, you, the safety or the corner stay on top on on things. Well, if you're going to do that, then when we hand the ball off, we got two guys that are 25 yards deep, and so it's just some back and forth. And and again, you got to be able to hit them on it, which we were able to do early on. Um, but that's some of the strategy of football. It's almost comes in as simple as that: is If we hand it off, you got enough numbers to be able to tackle our back, and vice versa. If we play action pass, you got enough. Ner- numbers to take you know the deep deep throw away
0: you guys are sitting in a position you know you've never been one know. you're one know now how does that feel
1: there's no question you feel good that you win a game uh again i i try to either way these things are done each year uh you know first games are what they are and you, you try to compete and obviously win them but if you don't there's a whole lot of football left and and i feel the same way this year yeah we won the first game but there is just a ton of football left
0: you guys, uh, you know, as you prepare for a season, I, I'm sure that you know you you map it all out. What you're going to do in practice? Does anything that happens in Week One, Game One, change what you do as a team, or do you sort of just adjust and go, look, uh, we need to work on this facet of the game? I guess. Do you know what I'm saying there? Like, you know, yeah. th- I think there would be a temptation if something didn't go right to kind of say. We need to throw that out and we need to, you know, do something different. But I I don't know if that would be the right reaction.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I think after one game, drastic changes is not the reaction we're going to have. Again, you know, slight adjustments without question. Uh, We're looking for game one to game two improvement. Even in the rotations, you know, offense, defense, depth chart-wise, again, we're looking for improvement. We're not... Wholesale changing just because a couple of whatever calls on offense or defense didn't work, we're not throwing them out of the playbook. Uh, we're we're going to try to clean them up. Now you get reoccurring theme after the weeks two, three, four. And then yeah, we'll we'll readjust there. But after one game, no, we're not we're not making wholesale changes.
0: Kids are in school. Your kids,
1: my kids are yeah. yeah. Not the uh, guys on the team, but my kids. are. first day today. How was that? Well, I'm waiting to get the report. Been watching film, all of that. I haven't checked in yet.
0: Yeah, good luck. Uh,
1: but I got I was, a couple texts, yeah. thumbs up. I think it's been okay.
0: Yeah, you're gonna get. How was school? Fine. That's what I got today. Yeah. Fine. Oh yeah.
1: You know, I got a couple of teenagers now, and that's all I get. It's like, hey, tell me about your day. Yeah, it was good. Was do it. you
0: do you guys do the picture out front, like first day of school picture?
1: <laughs> That's funny you would say that because my wife sent me the text the first day. Yep, yeah, they're out there and they got the you know, outfits <laughs> or whatever they wore. I got all three kids pictures. Oh. Um, I don't remember doing that when I was growing up. No, was, but maybe we did. But we're, the Smiths household's definitely doing it with my wife.
0: I was talking to my parents about that. You know, when I went to college, I I drove off. My parents, I I, lo- I watched them. They didn't even stand there and wave. They turned around and walked in the house. Nowadays, yeah. what do we do? We we drive them to the doorstep. We walk into the dorm room with them. We make sure they have everything they need. I think we're we're raising soft kids, Coach.
1: Uh, oh, I'm I'm with you because I didn't even look at the like household chores that I did growing up compared to what my kids got going. You know, just simple tasks of like, hey, let's take the trash out. Let you know, you can wash your plate and put it in the dishwasher. You know, stuff I grew up doing. Yeah. Now I feel like we're not holding them accountable to do it.
0: Chance Nolan uh, was very good. He had one, one bad throw he probably wanted to have back. I think he was trying to throw that ball away that got picked, was he?
1: Yeah, he was. And, he, you know, watching the tape, he's getting a little bit of pressure. But, again, it's about the ability to make a don't make a bad play worse. And so he's got to do that. He's got to lock the ball up. He got bailed out big time on the pump fake yeah. uh, that he fumbled on. It, they call it a forward pass. And so it, just like anybody – Every position had things to clean up. there was a couple things for chance but overall, as efficient he was as accurate he was, he got us in the right place. Um, there was some a lot of like uh, a lot of things to like in his, in his first game
0: do you, you know do you relate because because you played the position you know I, I've watched him a couple times and I think sometimes he's trying so hard to make a play maybe he tries a little too much and you know it happened in the Washington game last year he fumbled the ball. And I see him like he doesn't give up on a play, which is great. But how do you coach a guy like that to, to do the smart thing when the play isn't there?
1: Yeah, it's not always easy um, because he, again, some of his you know positives of his game is his ability to create, extend the play, and you want a competitive kid who wants to, you know. Find ways to get it done, but sometimes you know there's some beauty to throwing it away. There's some beauty to punting. You know it's just not there. We got to live to the next down. Um, so there's a fine balance that's that's not easy to coach.
0: Coach, uh, I, I wish you well on Saturday. If there's one area where you just you guys need to be good, where is that area of emphasis?
1: Yeah, well, there's, there's a few of them. I do think you know being a, we got to be able to affect their passer in regards to making him uncomfortable we don't have to sack him all the time but if he gets comfortable throughout this game we're going to have problems he's accurate he's got a lot of athletes to throw to flip it on the other side i think the efficiency handling the communication especially early first road game all of that having some efficiency so we're on the field get our run game going because everything can go if we're running the ball we got a lot of options to throw it screen game but staying on the field offensively is going to be huge
0: all right, coach. I wish you the best. I will see you there. I will be there. All I think right. it's. I think it's a big game, and uh, we'll talk again next week. I appreciate you.
1: Yeah, sounds good, John. Thanks.
0: All right. There's Jonathan Smith. It's the first day of school. See, I like that. Gets the kids out front. Gets the teenagers out front. Gets the school picture. I like that we do that, but I'm also kind of going. You know what? My parents, they didn't take my picture every day. I didn't get no—I didn't get this little board that said Johnny's in the third grade and this is his first day and here's the date. Nope, nope, nope. My parents, they said, hey, the bus picks you up about two or three blocks from here down by the highway. You can walk down there and uh, make sure you make the bus. Then I had about a 40-minute bus ride. I don't know, Stephen. Are we raising soft kids?
2: I mean, I think you know where I'm going to go on this one. Um, I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of... Like uh, taking the taking the pictures. My wife, you know, she she didn't have the board in front of my kids, but she took a picture of him before the year. Uh, But I dropped him off at school and she said, "Steven, make sure you take a picture of him. And I go, do I have to? And she said, yes, you have to take (laughs) a picture at school. So I did it. I went out and I followed him, uh, walked towards school. I took a picture of him. And I, I did it because I had to, but I, I didn't like doing it. Now, I have a question also. I asked Sean
0: this because it's my anniversary tomorrow, John. Oh.
2: Ten-year ten year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Do I need to make a post because it's a ten-year?
0: Yeah, do it. I have What's to? the harm? What's the harm? That's, like, it's, it's all upside, man. It's a lot of work, man. It's, it's not a lot of work. I got to go find pictures. No, you just need one photo. Just put a photo from, you know, your wedding or your wife, a photo you like, and just be like, hey, a decade, you know. I dig you. Uh, you know, yeah, something, man. It's all upside. All right. There's no, there's no downside here.
2: All right. Well, there's that's two votes yes. I, I guess I'll do it yeah. S- since I since I gave in already this week. I'm just gonna give in to
0: all the peer pressure this <sighs> I, week. Oh, I know. Oh, we're gonna we're we're gonna get you fixed up, Stephen. Uh, all right. I want you to leave it here. You got the bald faced truth. Peter Sampson's coming up top of the hour with the pulse. Talk timbers today. Talk timbers is coming up top of the hour. Uh, you got the bald faced truth. <laughs>
1: to the bald-faced truth with John Canzano on 750
0: The Game. I like Oregon State to win at Fresno State. Am I nuts? Steven, am I nuts for picking the Beavers?
2: Uh, No, and this is coming from a guy who thought Boyd State was going to win last week. I mean, Oregon State, they played really well. Um, I think that they definitely have a chance to win this game. I I think it's a legit toss-up. I would not be surprised either way, whoever was in the game, but it seems like it's going to be a close game. Um, but it's like we've always talked about this whole day. Can't Oregon State get that big one on the road? They've had so much trouble doing it in the past. they got to do it this week, and uh, it could definitely happen. Sean, who do you like? I, I seriously, I said this last week, and I feel like it's kind of a cop-out, but I seriously think it's a coin toss. And, you know, what, what would worry me uh, as a Beaver fan would be the fact that you know, this is Fresno State's get-up game. Like they play in the Mountain West, and this is another school that you know probably has interest in joining the Pac-12. They have not only a Pac-12 team, but a, a formidable, like borderline top twenty-five Pac-12 team going to their stadium. And you know, they obviously have a great quarterback and great coach. That being said, you know, I think Oregon State they're really clicking right now. So, uh, you know, I like I like Oregon State in a close one.
0: Here's you know, I I spent almost three years there covering Fresno state sports. And, you know, it was one of my six papers that I stopped at. And what I gathered pretty quickly was how important that game was to the kids who played at Fresno state. And when they, when they played a power five conference opponent and whether it was Wisconsin or Colorado or Cal, or it didn't matter, Ohio state. I I was there when they went to Ohio state uh, and lost, but they stuck their nose in there. They hung in there and, I What I gathered pretty quickly was these games were big, and that's why these Mountain West teams like Boise State and Fresno State, I think, are so dangerous in bowl games because they're often playing like the 4th or 5th or 6th place team from a Power 5 conference, and they just clean up because the game means everything to those kids. I normally would be really concerned about Oregon State going in there because of that, but when you look at Fresno State's schedule, they have USC next week. And I think that game is going to mean a whole bunch more to those kids. And so I'm not saying they're going to look past Oregon state necessarily, but I think it takes some of that get up out of, you know, Fresno state's giddy up, so to speak. So I feel like there could be not as much enthusiasm for this game as there will be for the kids from LA in particular who are Fresno State kids who are got that chip on their shoulder that I wrote about today at johnconzano.com, that you know they have that chip on their shoulder. This is their game. You heard Cameron Worrell talk about it yesterday, the Fresno State safety who played in the NFL. It's us against the world. That's their mentality. Back's to the wall. Nobody believes in us. I kind of think that narrative is going to be saved for next week in the minds of those kids. And so I wonder if this game... Flies a little bit under the emotional radar, so to speak. Is that a good theory? No, I think I think it's right on. I think
2: you're good with that. Um, and that's a real thing. You, know, I was just telling Sean during the break when I was at school and I went to Concordia, so I was a you know, way smaller yeah. school than Fresno State, but we played uh, Oregon and Oregon State in exhibition games. And I remember going down to Corvallis. We played Oregon State. They were coming off the year where they won zero games in the Pac-12, and they just hired Craig Robinson. I thought for sure I was going to go down there and score 25 and win the game and we were going to beat Oregon State. And I got—I I overhyped myself. I had one point in the entire game and I was bad. And I think that could happen, not saying, again, like you said, not saying that's going to happen for Fresno State that they're going to overlook Oregon State, but it does happen where you feel like you're sliding because you aren't at that level and you want to prove that you can play at that level.
0: Yeah, Bobby Knight, and not to bring him up, name drop him throughout the show today, but you know the, the season I covered Indiana basketball – He said the hardest game they have all year is when they play Indiana State. And he said every one of those kids is pissed off that we didn't recruit them. Every one of those kids is playing like it's, you know, the biggest game of the year. And the Indiana guys that were all, you know, four- and five-star recruits are all going, it's just Indiana State. It's not a big deal. And so he in that game, you know, every year, Indiana State would be leading after ten minutes, you know, the first ten minutes of the game because those kids were coming out playing on adrenaline, they were all fired up and flying around. I think there's a hundred percent there's something to that, the psychological makeup of it. We see it every year with Boise State, Fresno State, San Diego State. When when they get in those games against the power five opponents, they play their ass off. But I kind of think the Fresno State kid is looking to the L A game uh, you know, a week later. Now that'll be up to Jeff, Jeff Tedford and Jake Hayner, who you know, they're no slouch. But I think Oregon State's going to run the ball this game. I think they're going to win it. Uh, I, I wouldn't. Uh, you know, what, the spread. What is it? One, one and a half now?
2: Yeah, it's right around that. It can be a pick 'em. It depends on where you're shopping. The I like
0: whatever. Oregon. I like Oregon State. I, I just think they're going to win the game, and I, I think they're a better team. All right, Todd Timbers is coming up here in Portland on 750 The Game. Jeff Tedford on tomorrow's show, the Fresno State coach. We'll talk to him about it. Is it possible his kids are looking beyond the Oregon State game? All that tomorrow. We interrupt this broadcast with a
1: special announcement from the
0: Baltimore. sorry to interrupt the podcast, but...